Hi, this is Jerome Brazier Carter from the All About Jesus podcast. I know these past few weeks have been tough weeks for many, and through conversations with them, they've expressed they feel their faith and trust in God is slipping, their hands slipping off the proverbial Christian rope that they've been hanging on to for so long. Their belief in God remains intact, but it's their trust that seems to be slipping. And so God laid it on my heart to put this message out to his people, to let them and any of you that feel your trust and faith is wavering. This is your reassurance that he is still on the throne. He is aware of them and you, and you can continue to trust God. So I pray this message will give you that reassurance that you need to continue to hold on to God's unchanging word and to God's unchanging hand, as well as to his promises to you and for you. Amen. So if you don't mind, let's get into today's word. Greetings and thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We pray that you are in good spirits and God is continuing to move in your life in an awesome way. Our hope and prayer is that our message today uplifts you, confirms some things for you, and encourages you to keep moving. So with no further delay, let's dive right into the message. You know, when some people meet others, they have the tendency to be reluctant about trusting people. And more often, this reluctancy comes from their past experiences of being let down, disappointed, burned by people that they may have trusted. That can leave them feeling hurt and think people are out to get over or have ulterior motives when they meet them. So what they do is they put up a testing system, a brick wall, and they place many people in situations that they have to earn their trust. A wife catches her husband lying or cheating, and the first thing she says is, I can't trust you anymore. You're going to have to earn my trust back because you lied to me. We can use this in many different scenarios about trust lost and trust having to be gained back, being hurt by one person or betrayed by one. So the next person has the envious task of earning your trust. They have to prove themselves to you to see if they are trustworthy. But just as people do that to people they meet, I've discovered people do that to God because some don't know who he is on a personal level or ever experienced a love like his, or even some mature Christians have these same thoughts. Therefore, they tend to believe God has to earn their trust. Yes, you heard me correctly. God has to earn their trust. And so with that thought in mind, today I want to speak to you from the thought of, Lord, can I trust you? Our main scripture will come from the sixth chapter of Judges. We're going to save it to later on in the teaching. So let's dive right in to point one. Lord, can I trust you? How many of you listening to this has asked God, Lord, can I trust you? If many are honest with themselves, many people have found themselves asking God that question. Lord, can I trust you on this one? Allow me to say this to you. If you haven't yet, there may be a time, you may, and it may be soon, when God asks you to do something, that it will take your full trust in him to do it. And at that point, you will say, Lord, can I trust you on this one? Throughout history, God has shown himself to be trustworthy and faithful to his people, where the question, Lord, can I trust you, should not be asked to him. But we still do. And each person has their own reason why 
they may ask God that question. In my mind's eye, I can see many biblical figures asking that question or a version of the question, although there's no documented proof. Think about Daniel in the lion's den. Think about Esther going to the king without being summoned. Think about the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace, all placed in situations that required their ultimate trust in the Lord. I found myself in those situations where I have said, Lord, I'm just going to have to trust you on this one. It was my version of, Lord, can I trust you? And trust me as you walk with God. You too will have your version of it. But as we read the Bible and the stories of the aforementioned people, we see that their trust in God in each of their situations paid off for them. God came through and proved himself trustworthy and faithful. That's strange for me to say. God had to prove himself trustworthy and faithful. But what I've discovered is, despite his track record of being both trustworthy and faithful to his people, people still ask the questions, Lord, can I trust you? New as well as mature alike. And even some of the biblical figures we see in the Bible did as well. Their own versions of it, but asked nonetheless. So if you've asked the question of God, understand you're not alone. Lord, can I truly trust you? Questioning his truthfulness and faithfulness. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. People are not questioning if God exists or if he's all powerful, if he is full of grace and mercy. That's not the question that they're asking God. The question that they're asking and I'm bringing to light is, God, can I trust you to do what you said you would do? Can I trust you in the midst of this situation, circumstance, trial, and tribulation? Can I trust you to come through for me? Can I trust you to bring forth what you promised me? Can I trust you to provide? Can I trust you for the provision for the vision you have given me? You can add your own, can I trust you, Lord, for? When we read the Bible, we see the moving of God in the Bible. Sometimes you hear and see God moving all around you in the lives of your friends and family. And you hear about moves in the lives of others. But people are asking, Lord, can I trust you to move in and on my life in the same way or manner as you've promised? Lord, I just need to know this one simple thing. Can I trust you? Have you ever been at that point, reading about the move of God in the scripture, seeing and hearing the move of God in the lives of others, witnessing the protection, the blessings, how God's using them and the promises coming to pass for others. But for some reason, you don't see the same occurring in your life. You want the moves, you want the signs, the wonders and the miracles, and you've been waiting for them. But for some unknown reason, it's not happening for you. So now in the back of your mind, the question lingers, Lord, can I trust you? That's the question of doubt and from fear. Heart saying, Lord, I want you to move in my life and use me. But the mind keeps saying and asking, can I trust you? I recall a man named Peter had that same thing happen to him. Jesus told him to come. In his heart, he stepped out of the boat in faith. But his mind kept saying, what if? That's doubt and fear. And the account in the Bible says when he kept his eye on Jesus, he walked on water. But when he took them off and looked at the storm that was coming his way, he began to sink. 
his can I trust you now moment. So we see there are people in the Bible asking that question along with you and others. And that takes us to our main scripture. But if you don't mind, I'm going to stop right here until the next time we're together. We'll continue this teaching. But until then, be blessed.